You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Join the pop culture revolution with Kapow, where fandom meets conversation. No, my, you gotta say the My other name one. is AI Robot. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. We asked yeah, AI to write. What did we ask it? Write a slogan? Yeah. And that's what it Chat GPT. Well, I'm very good. I like I'm the not, other I'm one. Not, the next, I added, added a moose. It it got better after I added a moose. All right. So Seth, whenever he does anything with AI, he, then he asks us to add a moose. And it yes. gave us, get ready to have your mind blown like a moose in a hurricane with Kapow, <laughs> your pop culture headquarters. I love that. That's, that's, get ready to have your mind blown like a moose in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can live up to that, but we're going to try our best. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Guys. You know what today is? Real what? Quick, before oh. you'd have an anecdote. I don't, it's I don't um, Friday. Let me think about it. It is... Uh, I do know this. It's the anniversary, six years ago. This day oh, in KPP years, history, what can oh. you guess what happened on this day? Oh my god, in KPP history six years ago in 2017. Is this the, is this the uh, the show at the at Asylum? Was this the multi? Yeah, yeah. No, was this um, uh, I don't know, tough to guess. Was this uh, was this push em tongue? <laughs> On this very day, six years ago, Larry Hama shared our video on his Facebook. Oh, Larry Hama. Oh. Yeah, good friend of the pod, Larry Hama. The day Larry we have Hama all met. became a friend of the podcast. Friend of show, Larry Hama. That's, that's... I did. Uh. Logan had just come out, and I made a little video yes. comparing some of the comic book uh, there was a character mm, in that yeah, movie yeah. that may have I miss those I do too <laughs> I think that was the first yeah. one I ever made and then yeah, was shared by the guy I was talking about so there was nowhere to go that's pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. all downhill from there <laughs> you, you peaked you peaked yeah. too early it's alright that's how it happens oh you know I know that the saying that if it, if there's an asshole everywhere you go you might be uh, the problem, but I I continuously get run into problems everywhere I go or try to do business at. I had the whole kerfuffle at the post office, but then last week I tried to order a pizza. Okay. Yeah. And. And at first, I, was, I wasn't even going to say what business it was because I'm not trying to dox this <laughs> any pizza joints in town. But I'm going to go ahead and say this was Smitty's because I don't really blame Smitty's as much as I do the dork that answered the phone. <laughs> so I don't know who it was. So blame the dork. But I always order a deluxe 
because it's cheaper than ordering all the items separately. They're like, just order a deluxe and tell us what you want on it. It's cheaper. I was like, okay. So I ordered deluxe with pepperoni, mushroom, onion, green pepper, and hot pepper. And he goes, so no salami, no olives, no bacon. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I want a deluxe with only pepperoni, mushroom, onion, green pepper, hot pepper. He's like very like stubbornly says, so no salami, no olives, no bacon. It's like, all right, smart guy. I was like, that's what I want. I told you what I want. So get off the phone. And then I'm like, you know, I know it's going to be wrong. Uh, I, 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 cause as soon as I hung up, I was like, it's going to be freaking sausage on there. It's going to be sausage on there because I guarantee that's on a deluxe and I don't want it. And he didn't say no, none of it. And sure enough, it showed up and it had sausage on it. I was like, I already had my note written. <laughs> I already wrote out the conversation and and I wrote at the bottom and look, it's got sausage on it. I wrote that before the guy even delivered it. And I, and I opened it up. I was like, yep. And I taped the note to the top of the box and handed it back to the delivery guy and I handed him a $5 bill. I was like, you are the only one I owe money to. <laughs> I was like, here's five bucks for your trouble. Because I don't blame you. I was like, but you give this to the manager i was like you know not the guy who answers the phone i gave you five bucks you give this to the manager and i don't want to pay he's like you don't want another pizza i was like no i'm done <laughs> just so freaking annoying i was like this guy does i whenever you get any business and some employee is like they've worked there for like six months and you have ordered the same thing for 20 years but they know better oh hate it i did that one time uh my first job was at uh dairy queen and i'd only been there a short while and somebody ordered the banana split which is an advanced that's an advanced treat for somebody (laughs) who just started there (laughs) wow you gotta peel the banana i I barely had the swirl down and i like and it was like it was the last i was getting ready to leave it was literally the last customer of my shift and they want, you know, banana split comes with, I don't even know, chocolate. Like, there's three little blobs of ice cream, and yeah, you get a yeah. chocolate on one, strawberry on the other, and I don't know what's right. on the third. And they asked for three other things. Okay. They wanted pineapple and something and something else. And I didn't realize what they meant, and I typed them all in as, like, extras. So they oh. charged, like, 59 cents more for each thing. Right. Yeah, and I made it like I was trained to with the three. I put chocolate and the, the, yeah, the, the, and then you and put then that put, crap on top. And I put the other three, mm-hmm. so it had six different toppings, and I charged them way too much, and then I just left. <laughs> I clocked out. With them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm, like, I'm really messing just, up so that. bad. <laughs> Threw a match and walked out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now my. Uh, oh well, I got. I'll get over it. My daughter, uh, she is um, not quite 16 yet, but she got her first job working at the oh, at I the ice that. at She's the ice cream different. shop down the street here, and she went. I I remember predicting that place wouldn't be open 
<laughs> I do too. I do. I mean, like all these businesses around here, like that, close immediately, and that place like opened in the winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was like, this nope, gonna be closed in a month, and they're still open years later. I don't, I'm very surprised. People like ice cream. But she she went to um, she had an orientation the other day. Um, they're just getting re- well. They've just opened last week uh, for the season, and so she went to her orientation. Right. She went to then they had a couple meetings on like how to make stuff and that type of thing, training. And uh, she came. I went and picked her up uh, after after one, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm not very good at at, at the ice cream machine." I'm like. What are you talking about? I'm like, how how can you be hey, bad that's a at skill? That? And she's like, oh, it's a, it that comes out pretty fast, and you gotta like get the the get the rotation down and well, stuff. You know, apparently, um, she, I don't know how she did it, but she packed it in there so tight in the in the styrofoam cup, it, the cup, it, the styrofoam exploded. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a you hold times. it right on there, it gets dense. You can put yeah, some, squeeze a oh there. man. Yeah. So yeah, she's got to work. Uh, she they opened last weekend. She worked uh, worked a few hours, and um, tomorrow she has to work tomorrow afternoon, and she has to work Sunday afternoon. So if you're in Marietta and you need some ice cream, then she'll hook you up. But Dairy Queen, <laughs> Dairy Queen wasn't a bad yeah. first job, so I'm sure she won't she won't mind this as a yeah. first yeah. job. Ice cream. She, that's a good. That's good. a good. That'll be a good job for her. She's pretty excited. So all but, right, what are we doing? Um, yeah podcast oh oh we're on the air okay yeah okay hey didn't you listen we've been doing this for like six years apparently <clears throat> yeah hey we got my mic fixed got my mic fixed don't need all the dirty details but i'm not gonna <laughs> say it i'm not gonna say it sounds way better and then find out later it doesn't so let's just assume it's somebody better. didn't like having the worst sounding mic so now i i know <laughs> i have the worst sounding audio i don't know well, uh, wait and listen to us and see. We're going to remedy all of this and get us back to where we were pre-COVID. We had mm. all all that fancy equipment working right. Speaking of six years past. Uh, hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about the Oscars. It was a long time ago, but we we're movie fans, so we wanted to at least uh, touch on it real quick here. Uh, we had the Oscars. I made some pretty mean tweets about All Quiet on the Western Front during the Oscars. I was like, All Quiet on the Western Front needs to shut the F up. Every time they won an award, it was like scaring me that they were going to win Best Picture or something. And I did not like that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it racked up a few. I thought it, if there was anything with the chance of an upset, I thought that might yeah. have snuck oh, in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and like we said, we complain a lot about stuff. So when something does good, I want to give it credit. And I thought the show was very good. We have complained about award totally shows agree. in the past. Yeah. I thought the Oscars this year fixed a lot of the things we don't like about award shows. Um, I, we, we've, you know, it, it didn't play anybody off egregiously with the music. It played a lot of clips. Couple from times. Yeah. Couple when times, but not like it used to do. Person, when they tried to speak well, a second, hey, you say something too. It's like, duh, 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 camera yeah, away. yeah. They like, then they would like blast the music, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it was a definite improvement on that front. And yeah. there were movies 
we liked or movies we were rooting for and actors we were rooting for. So there, we, we were kind of invested, yes. I think more this year. Yeah. Oh, I totally was invested. I prepare the whole year. I basically prepare the whole year for the Oscars. Like, like that's my Super Bowl. Like I, I, I when I'm watching these movies and ranking them, keeping track the whole year, it's really that subconsciously is leading up to that night. Cause I know that's whether I, I mean, this, well, I mean, you haven't said who, who won, but the, this, you know, oh. the culmination, this was a, the first time in 30 years, it was 30 years ago, it was the last time my favorite movie of the year won Best Picture. Hmm. It is so it was rare. in 1993. <laughs> huh? It is rare. Yes. The, the, it's rare it is that very rare. Yeah. I really like yeah. yeah. I I had won it for about uh, five seconds there in 20. 17 Oscars for <laughs> when La La Land. I thought it's yeah. happening. Nope, nope, no. Nope. But uh, um, yeah, it was 1993. Oscars was for uh, Unforgiven. That was my favorite movie that in of 92. And so 30 years later, hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once. So that was pretty sweet. My only gripe, I would say, is that I'm just I'm not a fan of jimmy kimmel i don't think he was terrible but there's also that like need like you gotta go out and roast these celebrities like that i don't know where i don't know when and why that became the thing let's knock tom cruise down a peg and that you know it's like okay yeah. we get ricky gervais does that at the golden globes or whatever set that precedent but it's like I'm not he, like we're if you're watching that you like Hollywood and you like movies yeah. and celebrity like you're not there to like yeah screw these rich people like I mean a little I, teasing I want... whatever but like it's a lot goes a long way especially at the these very you know the Oscars are the classiest they're the top you know at the yeah. Golden Globes everybody's eating and drinking or you know the yeah. People's Choice Awards or whatever nobody cares about. But like the Oscars should have some amount of class. <laughs> nobody cares what the people want. <laughs> mm. Wow. I, t- I totally agree. Like I want this to be taken reasonably seriously. You know, I want there's got to be some wit uh, as an MC, but I want to see clips and people to you know flashback to old movie clips here and there. I could use more of that still. We we could improve still upon what they did, right. but it was so. It was by far an improvement, you know. So, a couple pieces of trivia. Ooh. Uh, this is the first time since 1935 in the 7th Academy Awards that the Best Actor race was entirely first time nominees. Hmm. So, everybody hmm. as a Best Actor was their first time. Uh, and it's the first time since 1977 that two films each earned four acting nominations. So everything, okay. everywhere, and Banshees each had four nominations for actors, and that doesn't happen that often. Banshees got nothing. Nope. There's a lot of films that Oscars. were just shut out completely. Elvis was shut out. That was fine with me, but Banshees was right up there for me. Like, man. Hey, hey, can I tell you that Carly watched that yeah. movie? Which uh, one? That Banshees. Everything. Movie. Yeah. Oh, no, Banshees. No. Yeah. She she actually she watched it. Um. That weekend, or mm, anyways, I don't remember what day it was, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, because she'd asked me, she wanted to ask me about watching it. I was like, yeah, I already tried. I was like 30 minutes into it. I was out. 
So she watched it and um, she had a mixed review on it. Like she didn't not like it, but she also said it was very weird and and slow yeah. and yeah. So, but you know, sorry, from a, not a f- from a teenager. She did. She put the she put more effort into it than yeah, I did. She did better than you. <laughs> I thought maybe she'd she'd like it just to spite you, but right. like she thought, yeah. you know, there were some funny parts, but. But yeah. ultimately, it it's was a weird. it's yeah it's not for everybody. But uh, I I knew I knew that when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but she um she stayed up with me and watched the Oscars and we really like you said we really enjoyed the show. I mean, um from from the beginning to end and and that surprised me because I haven't sat down and watched a full Oscar show and I couldn't tell you how long. Uh, it's been a long yeah. time. And, well, last uh, year everybody everybody got. Everybody's waiting to see what's going to pop off. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, they had their, their crisis mitigation team at the ready. It's like, yeah. what are the odds something's going to happen? <laughs> they, they kind of suckered me in with that first award, too. Like, you know, I really Hell, wanted yeah. to see Key win. Short that. round. Yeah. I really wanted to see him, him win. And then at the end, you know, having Harrison Ford out there was just like, Oh my gosh. Oh, that was a sketchy. That was a gamble. I've, you know, I heard a lot of people say, Oh, then for, as soon as I saw Harrison Ford come out, I knew that, you know, they were going to win. I was like, I didn't What was it? I don't remember last year or the year before when, uh, when they were all, it was just like, for sure. Chadwick Boseman was supposed to win best actor or something yeah. and they had everybody set up for that and uh anthony hopkins did and he wasn't even there <laughs> and it was just like the bottom dropped out of everything like i was like ah but anyway it was good good happy ending this time yeah that's for hi. sure uh two three one yes hi hi congratulations amanda champagne with closer weekly if your younger self could be here now at the age of data and your younger Goody brothers were here, what would they say to you right now? Well, my younger self uh, uh, would not know all the struggles that I went through to be here uh, because he was just having the time of his life being a kid, being on a set uh, with, with, you know, uh, on a pirate ship, going down a water slide. Uh, and you know, right before I, this, this night started, uh, Corey Feldman, one of my Goonies brother called. Uh, I was talking to Carrie Green. And of course, tonight, Jeff Cohen, uh, who is my entertainment lawyer, uh, is here tonight with me. He was, it was, he was in the audience. Uh, and that's why I wanted to thank him because uh, uh, I, I love all of them so much. And every single one of them was so happy. Sean reached out, Josh, Martha, uh, and, uh, you know, we are always bonded, uh, uh, you know, we're family forever. Goonies never say die. Kate Blanchett has just appeared this year in Tar, making it her 10th Best Picture nominee that she starred in, extending the record she, re- she set last year. That may have been the best thing I've ever seen her and like uh, her best performance. I feel like she just picks her, like this is going to be an Oscar contender. Let's do that role. I, I don't know. If she Absolutely. Does fun. Uh, Judd Hirsch. <laughs> I had fun. 
Judd Hirsch was like an animatronic. He looked like a Muppet in uh, <laughs> Fableman's. Like he was the five minutes he was in it. I loved him in it. I think my review on Letterboxd was even just about Judd, Judd Hirsch. But, but you know, he's not in it enough for uh, to win an award. So it was the uh, set a record for the longest period between Oscar nominations. So he was, oh, what was he, nominated? he was nominated in 1980 for Ordinary People. So 42 ah. years between nominations is now a record. Okay. And at age 90, John Williams now holds the distinction of being the oldest ever nominee for the Fablemans. And he is also the most nominated living person with 53 nominations. Crazy. That's a lot. Now, He's the won all-time like four or five leader, times. do you know who the all-time leader is who is not living? Walt Disney. Not living. Walt Disney. Yeah. Oh, of course. 59 nominations and 22 wins. Hey, did you guys know that John Williams' son uh, sang the uh, Never Ending Story theme? That's some kind of Nepo baby thing. (laughs) And he... he, he, (laughs) Never Ending Nepo baby. Yeah. He he also sang the theme to uh, Gummy Bears. Oh, now I'm listening. That's so, not going to yeah. win you anyway. Here and there, all around the square. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I learned that this week. Wow, that is, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's better than all my trivia. I <laughs> know, uh, that's the best, that's the best trivia I've heard this whole show. <laughs> is the How about this one? Steven Spielberg okay. is now tied for directing the most Best Picture nominees with 13 in all. Pulling even with William Wyler, who directed Ben Hur. They've both been directed for thir- but nominated for thirteen best pictures. And he is the first and only director to be nominated in six different decades, Spielberg Yeah, they just said that in the show or whatever, and I was like, Whoa. I bet the first thing he thought was, I'm probably not gonna be the first to do seven. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. All right, so the winners, I don't know, the winners, there wasn't a whole lot to go around. Uh, sound went to Top Gun Maverick, those loud planes zooming around. Yep. Costume design went to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Visual effects, the Avatar, the Way of Water. I think also the, yeah, that, the woman that, um, I don't, mm, I could be wrong, but didn't the woman that won for Black Panther, the, the costuming, wasn't she like the first black woman to win two Oscars? That could be. I don't if if, if that's not true, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> okay. uh, best original song went to Natu Natu from RRR. Natu 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 They did a good job. I was worried. I was yeah. worried that because that, the movie is that dance only it it's CGI'd and it's a little little more intense than that, but I but they pulled it off. Those guys could dance. They did the dance. I was I was impressed. This documentary went to Navalny. That was a good documentary. I watched it after the fact. Best animated feature to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, good good. Uh, gotta promote those animated movies. Get them. Start taking them seriously. They need to have a category for uh, voice. Yeah, they do uh, uh, performances. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise, Jenny Slate. Otherwise, Jenny Slate should have been nominated for 
best actress for Marcella Shelby. There's not a category for someone like her. No. Adapted screenplay went to Women Talking, Sarah Pauly. Yeah, I like Sarah Pauly. Did did not love Women Talking. Three movies picked up every other award. Yes. So All Quiet on the Western Front. It was obvious Ooh. they won Best International Film because they were already nominated yeah. for Best Picture. So obviously they're going to win International. And they won yeah. Original Score, Production Design, and Cinematography, which made sense, kind of the technical awards. Just, you know, they liked how that movie mm. looked and everything. Uh, then The Whale got Brendan Fraser his Best Actor Award. And it won for yeah. makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, that that was a pretty cool moment. And I watched uh, some of his interviews, you know, afterwards and with the press. And yeah. he, you know, he just seems like just always has seemed like such a genuine uh, yeah, you're, type person. You're rooting for him. Oh, know? absolutely. Uh, I definitely was was glad to see him win. I would have. Who was he up against? There was somebody else uh, I was rooting for in that Austin category. Austin Butler, though. Colin Farrell, Bill Nye. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell, I probably would have preferred, but I'm happy with this for sure. And then Everything, <laughs> Everywhere, All at Once won everything else. Editing, Original Screenplay, Best Director, Supporting Actress for Jamie Lee Curtis, Supporting yeah. Actor for Kihei Kwan, and then Best Actress Michelle Yeoh, and Best Picture. So when's the backlash? Now everyone's going to hate this movie, right? Right now. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis should never have won that. That was a Lifetime Achievement Award or something. Like, she was totally fine in that movie, but come on. Carrie Condon was amazing. Even Stephanie Sue should have won over her. Yeah, there was somebody. There was a supporting actress in the same movie that was even <laughs> that did a better job yeah. than she did. But they were, yeah. Again, the the energy was Jamie Lee, the energy yeah. and the well, she the has become she's become your mom, everybody's mom. Like you're like she's embarrassing. Like every time I see her, <laughs> I saw her through the award season. She was like obnoxiously excited and she was just very much like an a embarrassing mother the whole time have you eaten like, your yeah. yogurt are you, are yeah. you regular <laughs> yeah yeah mom you get your boobs out too much here <laughs> little uh can just cinch it up forgot your cinch uh <laughs> it's just a, a bit much she kept whatever happy for her i guess I want to mention before we move on from the award show the the Independent Spirit Awards, which it's my that is my favorite award show of the year. I've been watching that going back to probably high school whenever IFC was had yeah. the basic cable. It was not on ever. IFC. I watched it so, too, and yeah, that was ridiculous. Was, that is it's my the channel wouldn't be. <laughs> the tradition that I always had. You watch the Independent Spirit Awards are on the Saturday before the Oscars. I always watch yeah. it and maybe take note of a movie I hadn't heard of and, and add something to my list that I want to see this year. I And I was at work Saturday. I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to record the Independent <gasps> Spirit. So I Googled <laughs> it. a sentence it no one else has ever I said. <laughs> I, I thought it. I, br- I thought it for a second. And then Same I thing. learned it was not on TV this year. 
It was mm, only yeah. streaming. So it had already been broadcast like two weeks earlier. It had been they, they recorded a long time ago. And it was only it was on their the film independent like website or their YouTube channel. And uh, the host was Hassan Minhaj and he you know, he made a lot of good jokes about like this isn't even worth no one even cares enough to put this on TV. You know, IFC's yeah. doing reruns of yeah. that '70s show and Two and a Half Men and stuff. But you know, that, I know <laughs> yeah. that era has passed. But I don't know. I always love that broadcast because it did the same thing. It had, it just let you talk for as long as you want to. It was very casual. Everybody's drinking. No one's stuffy and tuxedos and stuff. And it was just, it was the cool kids' table next to the stuffy Oscars. And I, I've always loved it. And again, everything everywhere swept that that award too they won basically everything there as well yeah. oh it was good time good times i like that stuff so what else you got any other movie stuff before we move on oh i saw scream six scream six six it was yeah six went to the mall which i i'm happy to report and I get, had a good experience at the mall theater. Hmm. And I don't know that I've ever been in theater one. Like a lot of stuff that I go to see at the mall that I would go see is like uh, things that didn't come to Marietta. Yeah. Um, and so they're something independent that came there because they had more theaters. And so I'd end up in one of the small theaters looking up at the ceiling, basically. And. I, we went to see Scream 6 in Theater 1, which is the biggest screen and the biggest theater. And it was, it was nice. <laughs> and it looked good. And I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And the, when we were done, we went into every theater. <laughs> we just went, went up and down the hallway, went into every theater and like just Scattered. checked everything out. Yeah, I want to know what I'm getting into. Kind of like what theaters I felt like I would be interested in watching a movie in so i've got my eyes on a couple but anyway i'm a little more i'm a little more uh happy with it now we're gonna go see john wick in theater one this weekend so uh anyway scream six was uh a scream sequel if you like scream sequels and i'm not saying if you like scream because the first movie is far superior to the rest of them but this is this is right on par with all the other Scream sequels, and we had a good time. Uh, hmm. It was just as ridiculous an ending as every other one of them. So, no complaints from us. Good stuff. Did you guys see anything? Watch anything? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think I've seen any movies here lately. Well, that's... It's all right. So we talk about what we watch on TV. What we watch? TV. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm Prison Mike. You know why they call me Prison Mike? 
Davis, please sit down. Are you threatening me? I am Cornholio. First sign of youngsters going wrong, you got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. And I'm sitting there with Woody, and uh, I say, I turn to him, and I go, uh, boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Picture it. Sicily, 1939. What are you talking about, Willis? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Good afternoon, everybody. No! We watched oh, Shrinking. 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 I watched Shrinking. Mm-hmm. That show on Apple I told you about before, I think. Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. A couple people, a couple other people, I don't know their names, but started out uh, fine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it got to. I thought it ended it after eight episodes, and I was like, "Oh, there's another episode." So I watched it, and I thought it was over. And then, oh, there's another. <laughs> there was ten episodes. I think it actually ended today. Uh, um, but I, I think you would like it, Cliff. I, okay. um, I, I will say that in our household here, we are pretty big Jason Siegel fans. Like I, I am especially, I like him. especially. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and the Muppets, yeah. in particular. My, kids, I, my, my one, one of my all, all time favorite movies, top twenty all time favorite movies, is Jeff Who Lives at Home. I I mm. love that movie and he's great in it. So, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, this yeah. he's he's a little, it's a little ridiculous. Everybody says stu- is kind of says there's dumb jokes in it here and there, and it's kind of just whatever but it's kind of heartwarming too mm-hmm. and and it's actually kind of a contrast to ted lasso which recently came back ted lasso was kind of this feel-good show and shrinking is kind of a less you don't have to be so perfect type i don't know it's like a it's like a ted lasso alternative jason siegel has an ability to play kind of cringy, like on the verge of creepy, but yet somehow he really walks that line of like, Oh, I think I still kind of like this character in a lot of yeah. movies. I'll fall for that. But that uh, anyway, I think you should try it out. Let me know what you think. I, I liked it. I liked the way it all wrapped up. Ted, Ted McGinley's in it. What more do you want? You got <laughs> Well, the issue I have right now is I don't have Apple TV, so... Happy days. Yeah. Revenge of the nerds. <laughs> Superstar uh, Ted McGinley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we haven't watched... The premise, uh, though, the, uh, the premise, though, of shrinking is he he's a uh, psychiatrist mm-hmm. or psychologist, I'm not sure. He and Harrison Ford is also... And this another other actress I can't remember her name. Sorry, but she's good in it too. And and they and his wife has died, and it's kind of them all sporting each other, and lives are intertwined. Harrison Ford is a little annoying in the early episodes, and all obviously curmudgeonly and stuff. But I feel like he loosened up further on into the season, and I liked him better. Yeah, we, we, we just don't currently have Apple um, Plus. Oh, 
I started that Hello Tomorrow show on there and gave up on it. Like I thought oh, that was going to be Oh yeah, cool. I could not get through that show. We were watching I watched it earlier. Two episodes, I think, and just is like a, you know, I don't know. It's not worth getting into. I didn't like it, so yeah, I quit. Yeah, quit I mentioned I mentioned uh, to Alicia the other day about like, oh, you know, Ted Lasso season three's out, and she's like, oh, okay, let's watch it. And I'm like, we don't have Apple right now, and she's like. Well, we have to get it. And I was like, don't you have a job? <laughs> That's what she said. I was like, well, can't we just, you know, maybe wait a few weeks at least until like most of the episodes are out and then we don't have to pay for it for like two months <laughs> or three yeah. months. Hey, that's whatever. a plan. I've been so, there. I do I'm, that stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to hold out. We'll see how it goes. Do the rotation. I'm doing, I'm waiting on Paramount plus right now till they build up some F episodes and some stuff. Last of Us ended. Did we all? Well, you didn't watch that, Cliff. You finished that, right, Jordan? Yes. I was happy with the ending of this first season. I, uh, of course, when we did our video game, fave video games thing, this was in my top 10 games of all time and played the sequel. And it also was right up there. I just loved both of those games. But uh, they ended this first season just exactly like the video game ends and which was satisfying to i mean you want to say that's what you want you want them to do that and it to work it to work in its way as well you know companion piece and uh it was great it was it was really good i liked it a lot um although i don't say this about almost any show ever i feel like it needed more episodes it needed a few more hours. Yeah. Because um, it went from, you know, I'm I'm stoic and you're not, you know, you're just cargo to me. You mean nothing to me to hugging her and calling her baby girl. Yeah. Happened fast. And yes, in the show, it jumped, the time jumped months. You know, they spent months and months together. I get it. But like, I feel like it just needed some more and I don't want it to turn into Walking Dead. I didn't want it to be zombie no. killer of the week or whatever. Like, but I just felt like it needed a little bit more to lead up to that ending and really make it pay off. And then the ending again. I I I could see playing a video game where you know you're tasked with saving the world. Here is point A to point B, and then you have to make maybe a different choice. I get that being mind blowing in a video game, but. I got to that ending and it was like, well, what other choice did he have? Like I, I, it didn't feel to me like they set it up as some huge monumental character moment. Cause like, what else is this guy going to do? This is, this is what he's going to do. He's going right. to walk through that room and do what he does. So well, I liked, I, 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 well, I, I, liked, I, I liked it a lot, but I, I don't know, maybe my expectations just after hearing, Oh, it's going to blow you away. The ending's amazing. You'll never see it yeah. coming. Like, maybe it was too hyped up for me that I was a little like, that's it. Yeah, the when you play the game, uh, you get to that moment, and yeah, you have you have to spoilers for the end of the Last of Us show slash video game. Uh, it's been out ended a couple weeks ago, and everybody watched it. Um, and that's <laughs> that was your chance. Three, two, one. Um, at the end, you know they are going to, you know, 
They've got her sedated. They're going to have to delve into her brain to cure everyone and save the world. Uh, huh? Save the world. And he's like, no, you know, that ain't happening. And they, and he knew they hadn't told her that, even though he had just basically got the message from her that that's what she would want. And he goes through and tries to save her. But in the, uh, in the video game, he goes to the doctor and he does just like in the show. And he does, you have to shoot the doctor, you know, to move on with the game. And I think the, the try, I think the point of that is, you know, a lot of times you have your choices, but that at that point, they've tried to set up that that isn't a choice for Joel. That, that just isn't a choice. And, and, but I, I listened to a, interview with neil Druckmann, the creator and he was like yeah so many people i'm just getting the same discourse i got when the video game came out you know why did you make me kill everybody and he's like well i didn't (laughs) and he's like uh you had to kill that doctor (laughs) but like people are like i killed i had to kill those nurses and all this stuff and he's like nope Sure didn't, and uh, uh, which I thought is a nice twist because I murdered everyone. <laughs> but, but uh, but yeah, I agree with your his flip his twist on that, and they've had to fast forward the travel and everything, and cut out so much of the zombie killing that it does it it does seem like their relationship moves pretty fast. But you know. I agree. That's a flaw it, the, uh, because each episode or, or bundle of episodes, you're like, okay, here's a new character by the end of this episode or next they're dead. Every yeah. single new yeah. character we met the entire season. <laughs> so that was, uh, it's a little dark, but they've said the second game, they're going to break. It's going to be multiple seasons. They've already greenlit yes. the next season. So they're, they're not going to try to do the whole game in one season. We, we're we're going to definitely get, more yeah it wouldn't be possible and the uh and i don't expect it to follow the second game religiously like that it will have to take some make some different choices i think um but i'm looking forward to it and i i even kind of want to replay the second game because i really enjoyed it so i think we've built up to the climactic ending here where we're going to talk some more Mandalorian. <laughs> How many? So it was a couple more episodes, right? Yeah, two oh. more episodes. I Ooh. Can the, I can do the plot breakdowns if you want me to. Yes. You can just interrupt me whenever you have something to That's say. That's what we'll do. Do it. Alright, so we left off the third episode. It's third episode of season three, chapter 19, The Convert. Mm. People hated so, this yeah. episode. I, oh, did, I, I don't remember it. what happened. I'm excited. I like being on the other side of this. When we do Riverdale. I gotta, yeah. I gotta give the breakdown, and oh, this is a surprise for me. All right, so it begins with them waking up in the mines. We had just taken a bath with the. Oh yeah, bed. yeah. And Den says, "I am redeemed." And Bo-Katan says, "Can we leave now?" So I don't know if she's not buying it, or it's like I want to yeah. get away from this scary monster in the water. So she wants to leave. <laughs> Maybe a so little bit, kinda, but she questions him, and he didn't see anything underwater. So she's she's the only one who saw this big creature in the depth, right? 
I'm really excited about her story now. It's yeah. almost like she has the most interesting story going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like her her whole she is, you know, one of the converts in this episode and and I I just like where and next. This episode and next go, you know, right together and I I'm, I saw somebody say, "Hey, the show's called The Mandalorian. It doesn't have to be Din Djarin. Yeah, be, exactly. Be, and it does that. It's, it can be. It's Baby Yoda. It's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. They they're nailing it with the titles. So they're in her ship, leaving Mandalore. Uh, we we almost. I don't know if it's Grogu's first words or not, but somebody. They were talking. Somebody said this is the way, and he gurgled something. So that might have been his first words, saying this is the way. Well, he's not old enough to. No. to declare to say the vowels one doesn't speak unless one knows that's right uh, so they're zipping home when they're attacked by tie interceptors yep a whole yeah yeah so a whole bunch of them a little bit yeah, of dog bite squad has to jump out in midair <laughs> that was get cool his own ship so we had a fun Pretty little dog fight around the her her planet her castle we learned it was all a dis- diversion distraction to bomb her castle. So the ties blow up Bo-Katan's home. She doesn't have a throne to sit on anymore. She don't even have a throne to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> but they escape to hyperspace. And then we shift gears. Like it's and- like literally like it always goes. Like every Star Wars yep. space fight ends with someone escaping into hyperspace. I've never seen a single space dogfight that did not end with an escape to hyperspace. That's not uh, true. No. <laughs> no. This is a th- this 99.9% of the There was a very famous like one that. that involved the Millennium I, Falcon in in the Yeah, I know. I'm just back. saying. Yeah, okay. One time they yeah. found a creature. Yes. <sighs> so we Hyperspace jump to, was out. to Coruscant <laughs> and follow a whole different character for the whole rest of the episode basically. Yeah, this is the part people hate it. Yeah, because there is a little too Andor for him. Mm-hmm. It was. We get Doctor Pin Pershing. We last saw in was, season one as the, yeah. the clone engineer. He was messing with the blood samples from Grogu. Yeah, he wanted Actors, to see the baby. Actor's name is Omid <laughs> Abtani. Okay. And we learn. There's an amnesty program. The former Imperials can get rehabilitated here on Coruscant. Uh, so he, I don't know what, uh, probably that or jail, I'm guessing. Uh, so he's, yeah. we, we're uh, trying to reform our ways. So he's given a number, L52, and a cubicle to work in. Again, it looked a lot like Andor, the, mm-hmm. the yeah. bureaucracy. Like, uh, what was that guy's name? Cyril? Cyril? Yeah. Uh, like how do it's like you just look like you ended up just like that guy and he didn't like it either so he's giving a job archiving equipment and then he learns it's all stuff that's going to be destroyed anyway so this is very much the the big bureaucracy that we saw in andor that it's just we're kind of lost you know the cogs in the wheel are 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 just well not important to the big picture doesn't matter which side you're on 
Right, right. Yeah, this is all heavily leading into the the sequel trilogy and how, you know, why when the First Order... There's a First Order and... ...appears and the New Republic doesn't really have any type of defense against them and Leia leaves and, you know, creates the resistance in order to, you know, have a have an army to fight them so yeah yeah she was yeah she was very like hey we need to protect we need to keep these ships and everything and meanwhile they're just not into that at all right now we're seeing there's like nope everything's fine well we don't need to be ready for anything yep so yeah this is definitely yeah we're looking at what the good guys quote unquote are doing right now Mm, and it's not much different than (laughs) what you know they were doing right before a new hope in Andor, yeah, it's so he asks to do some research in the cloning. It will help the greater good and help medical research, and he is forbidden. So he's just kind of biding his time, working his nine to five. He's at home checking oh, Wikipedia what, and learning about the planet he's on. They do a quick little info yeah, about what he's yeah. where, where he's living. Yeah, that uh, that guy interviewing him that. Uh robot or whatever yeah he's got to check in and they ask you are you having any feelings therapy <laughs> droid yeah yeah it was very it was very like i don't asking questions that like but not caring what the answer is like right, just right. as long as you're not getting uppity yeah there's no nuance like it's obvious he's right. struggling and we're not like, giving you, you therapy we're yeah we're making sure you are uh just doing what we tell you yeah just checking the so uh, he runs into some other folks in this uh, amnesty program uh, drinking, which my brother was very happy to see. He called them the little hug juice boxes of the Empire. <laughs> like those little, you remember those little barrels of juice with the foil tops? Oh, there? yeah. Things. Like, happy to see those sweet. in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. So <laughs> okay. there's all these former Imperials, and he recognizes one who also worked for Moff Gideon, Aliyah King. A lot of Moff Gideon talk. Like I, I, he is so eminent in this season. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like we got a, a, maybe another episode or two. He's going to be up our butts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, somebody had to send that squadron of uh, interceptors. Oh in. yeah, yeah. Who else wants to bomb? <laughs> looking for the dark saber. So she's kind of friendly to him, and. They walk the line pretty well with whether Mm. she's. uh, They definitely try to make her suspicious, but but yet when they go out like on the street, like hanging out the fountain or whatever, and things like that, you know, she's like playing a little practical joke and let's go get a fizzy pop or whatever the heck she says. And uh, yeah, it's all photon fizzle. (laughs) Yeah, the, the globe pod fizzle. I, that soon to be at Galaxy's Edge. Yes, um, I want a glow pop because that's oh, what I called him. I glow want pop. a picture. I want a picture uh, of you with a photon fizzle in your favorite bathroom. Let, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you though, when that scene, when they got to that scene with the glow pop, glow pops, like Alicia and I were watching it, and I am there's music playing right on Coruscant in the background. And my ears immediately right. perk up and I'm like, what? <laughs> and my wife actually turned to me and she goes, that's theme park music. 
And I was like, you're yeah. damn right at what it is. And they were playing the interventions background music loop. And just like, and I even, cause I messaged Justin. I was like, you noticed this, right? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was like, this is interventions music. They're playing in the background. So he went and watched it and he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. And he, he broke it down for me, like what they changed in it, you know, so you would, it wouldn't be completely obvious, even though it was completely obvious. Right. But yeah, it was synergy. "Mm, mm." The synergies were synergizing. (laughs) Yes. So I thought it was obvious. She was trying to lead him somewhere. I assumed it was to, some pod of Imperials that were right. still doing evil stuff or still even working for Gideon, something yeah. like that. I, so I thought it was obvious she was baiting him, but I didn't, I didn't guess where it was actually going. So, oh yeah. It seemed obvious, but they tried to uh, hide it a little bit, but still you're like, you know, she, they don't normally do, do little fun things with them or something. It's usually almost always too obvious, but well, anyway, the obvious thing of, of the whole deal was the fact that, you know, they, they fired one actress for her, you know, opinions, basically, uh, a big strong woman. And they, they've replaced her now with another rather strong woman who, uh, fares the, has much the opposite of opinions publicly. So (laughs) I was like, Hmm, okay. Putting a little statement out there. I see you, Disney. Hmm. A much different role, though. Like much different is... role, but I think she's going to have a big part of this show. So he, she gets him to sneak out to try to go find a mobile lab, so he can start doing some of this research without them knowing. So they uh, have to take a train. They get in a little disguise. Ticket taker droids chase them out of the train, and they have to jump off like Star Wars hobos jumping right riding the rails. No railings, no 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 railings in Star Wars. Just freaking, mm-hmm. you're hung out to dry anywhere you go. What's that sh- movie? There's an old movie like that. This had to. Be, I'm just. This is just crossing my mind now. I feel like I watched a old black and white movie on a train. It might have been Stranger mm-hmm. to Train or something, but where they go to the back of the train and. Throw like mama from the train. Double no, it wasn't the Owen. Wasn't double indemnity? The guy had in the cat in the cast had to jump off the back of the train. Yeah, that's what it was. You're right. Good job. So they make their way to a scrapped star destroyer that's still got juice. They've still got lights and everything's still working inside, but it's gutted and. Pulling everything out by the wires. And we learn she led him there. He got his mm-hmm. little he got his little med kit and she betrayed him that he gets arrested for I don't know, for right. looting the Empire, I guess. Um and then they strap him to a mind flayer. Yeah. Which, what again, was the point? These are, these are the good guys here. Yeah, what it was the point? It seemed like they could turn it on mildly and just they, get him to chill out a little bit. A little, little Xanax just to be like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm cooperating. Yeah, they were, they were going to help it. According to, 
What's the what what species is uh, uh, uh the Twilight Akbar? Oh, what's that? No. Yeah, Ak- Mon Calamari. Yeah, because they said uh, they made he a says, trap joke. Yeah, yeah, he says it was a trap, and the Calamari's like, oh, yeah, that's my line. <laughs> it was great, and then uh, but but I believe that what they were gonna do was probably not was not a negative thing to this guy like uh and yeah. t- what they were intending to do you know like it i was, know what you're sh- shaking your head you know i it was at meant least to be it would not be in rehabilitation helpful. into that program yeah. not we're going to punish you so much not as, aggressive just a little few zaps to the brain me, <laughs> yeah it felt like clockwork orange like yeah, they do this change. in indiana we're gonna change your will, you know. If if you can't get along, we're gonna make you get along. Which right, again, that's right. free will. That's 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 bad news, no matter who you are. But she, that wasn't enough for her. She, you know. no, so she, we thought maybe okay, she's just working for the good guys, I guess. But no, everybody leaves the room. She cranks up the juice and fries his brain, and then casually eats one of those biscuits. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biscuits. She brought yeah. the space biscuits. Oh yeah, I forgot about the biscuits. Dessert. He, yeah, they 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 goaded him earlier at lunch when they're having their si- sippy boxes and stuff, mm-hmm. and they they're like, "Oh, what do you miss? Missing? Oh, not the bad stuff." They're like, you know, we're just talking about, you know, I like them gold biscuits. The yeah. Empire biscuits are tasty. He didn't even put <laughs> peanut butter on them. Wow, just a dry well, that was, cracker. That that was pretty uh pretty uh bad to sit there and eat a biscuit while you fried his brain <laughs> so what's so, her deal what's it what was we, the point of that yeah we don't know if if she killed him or if there's some if we're gonna he's made him pliable to moff gideon's plans or something who, who knows but yeah I, I my feeling is she's she's not working she's a triple agent or whatever she's not working oh yeah 100%. for the this you know She's a bad. The cops bad. who arrested him. She's she's got her own no. uh, plot in mind. But then again, why not just recruit him to your side? You exactly. Know, he's, he's, That's he's what malleable. I mean. Why the why all the steps? Whenever I whenever I get a multi agent, I think was there a simpler way to do this? <laughs> you know, did you have to be everything? But anyway, but that was uh, good. It was good. And last scene, we jump back. To Din taking Bo-Katan to the Mandalorian hideout, and she is welcome to the clan. She's been burnt, uh, washed in the same water, the living waters, and she hasn't taken her helmet yeah. off, so she is just as welcome as he is. And that was the I got a lot of problems with this. Like as we get into the next episode, like when they said that, that sounded so stupid to me. When she was like, "Well, and have you taken your helmet off? Nope. Well, you're." it's like i feel like it'd be more purposeful than that have you you almost have to ask something like what well, did did you even want to take your helmet off <laughs> like just just because you kept your helmet on there's just like we found some stuff out in this next episode that really just pokes holes it makes it sound even dumber every time i hear this helmet talk like it's it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah i i i don't know which way she's going to go quite yet. I think I do, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, obviously 
you know, even Death Watch and during the Clone Wars, they removed their helmets. You know, they took them off all the time and and looked at each other. And, you know, they knew who what everybody looked like. And this is a this is a you know children of the watch. This is their thing, um, as far as the deal with the helmets and the armor and all that crap. So, yeah. And I feel like it's moving slowly enough. She's not just automatically converted. Like yeah, she, oh, oh I do too. Yeah. To, she gets a chance to see their culture, and she saw a mythosaur, and and she she's she's being won over. I don't think she's yeah. there yet, but she is, she's in the process of being won. Yeah. Over. Well, oh, yeah. I like the pace they are going at with her and her, you know, and, definitely. And, I and totally we, agree. <laughs> we haven't, they haven't even mentioned Satine yet. You know, Satine was, she was the ruler of Mandalore. She was, she was a pacifist, you know, those people, they, they had moved beyond all of this, you know, weapons and armor and all that stuff. And, um, which makes me kind of wonder too, like when she's talking about in the next episode, when she's talking about her dad and like, you know, how proud he was of her to watch her, you know, bathe in the living waters and take the creed or, you know, say the creed and, and, and all that stuff. So I, I was trying to remember, like, I did he, is that how she ended up, you know, night owls and death watch and all that stuff? Was it because of him? Like I couldn't remember or, if they had talked about that or covered that in the show, but, but yeah, I'm still waiting around for her to mention Satine and, and you know, what Mandalore had become at that time. So of course the convert also talks about that guy that, you know, in the episode, if I, if I had to make a wild uneducated guess, it'll be that she's going to be in charge of all these people by the end of it. <laughs> That they're all going to be following right. her oh, yeah. in, in yeah. some hundred percent. They're building to that, but that that feels satisfying. Version. Like, yeah. It's a mixture between their two beliefs. It will it right. will have to change, and they definitely give you plenty of stuff to look at in this next episode, which we're going to roll into here. That could use some fixing. All right, episode four, chapter twenty, the foundling. Oh, all we got names. Con- all these names are the something. Ton of foundlings in this one <laughs> directed by carl weathers yes so it kicks off on the beach we're back at their the clan this is so stupid place <laughs> now they're they're sparring they're, and they're training guns it's how they're i just... imagine every beach in florida people just indiscriminately <laughs> firing <laughs> weapons <laughs> that's 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 like it, it really makes them look like a a terrible militia of some like we're just shooting hellfire missiles out into the water we know them gators are out there somewhere yeah literally there's one out there no one when it was in five yeah no wonder the gator that's in that pond is so (laughs) mad at them and attacked them a couple episodes ago because they're just 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 shooting out into Uh. the water like like what does that test Mm. you're not shooting at a target even at all it's just stupid. You're just wasting <laughs> ammunition. You're on this like deserted pl- place. It's all desert. And you're in those full armored uniforms that just look, you know, they're just sweaty. Yeah. And then they're just sparring in the sand and knocking each other down. And that was all so <laughs> dumb. They're shooting flamethrowers. Right. Yeah. At each other. At each other. Like, 
it, um, Again, I, I can imagine this happening. It was it was almost poetic yeah. though. After in like the hearing, panhandle somewhere, after hearing yeah. all the criticism about the last episode and how oh this is just so boring and they're not doing anything, and then they open up on this nutso scene of just random <laughs> just pew, 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 and he could, I could just imagine all those people going yeah this is what we want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah i i mean honestly as much as i'm laughing at it i think it was a pretty epic fail like if you to do this right they should have had a structured training with like, training some sort of, ta- of like yeah the, the of actual intense or, yeah. yeah like actual intense actual training that looked uh legitimate of a of a good fighting squad. Um, this was just everybody doing whatever the heck they wanted, looking like <laughs> a bunch of rednecks. And yeah, and Carl they, Weather, they, what are you doing? Yeah, it just what well, that was a big, big fail for me. If they had didn't ruin it, didn't ruin it, but I, but I was no, just like, but whatever, that was stupid. Had they inserted like Yosemite Sam into that scene just out there going pew, 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 pew. yeah he would have fit right yeah. in had had <laughs> had jimmy kimmel's nepo nephew just out shooting everywhere yeah. up in the sky <laughs> we did have oh, oh okay while this is going on you got uh baby yoda down there at the beach this was cute like yeah. the rocks think are moving around pattern of rocks or something maybe moving with the force but it's actually right little crabs yeah he's playing with the crabs and i it, i i i like that because it was like it was there was enough mystery there to be like okay first you think he's moving them then you realize they can move themselves uh or is he Keeping them from being able to go in the water when they just want to leave. And he, you know, he's yeah. doing some of it, but they're doing some of it. And also the, it was like, I lo- love the idea of the, they are also wearing helmets. The, you know, just like all these people, you cannot be on this beach without a helmet. Yeah. It was just the contrast of, you know, all that, you know, those idiots behind him just, shooting their guns and and whatnot flamethrowers and then he's just chilling out on the beach just playing with crabs you know it's just such a like it was great like eh, maybe he doesn't want to you know maybe he's not bought into all this nonsense (laughs) i want us to do a side a sidebar here we're gonna at some point we're gonna do a bracket or or something with uh hundred percent approval rating things and one of them is gonna be baby yoda like mm. like who could beat baby yoda you know in a in a bracket of approval jeff mm. goldblum <sighs> i don't he, he oh i'm adding him to the list we could do baby <laughs> anyway go on baby versus baby with the uh the old uh dinosaurs not the mama dinosaurs yeah we're off we're off track already <laughs> send me these <laughs> send me these ideas <laughs> at your leisure all right so yeah it looks like Grogu just doesn't want any part of this. He's happy being a baby, playing in the sand. But uh, Daddy thinks he needs to train with the other families. Yeah, and and, and this is amazing. <laughs> like the 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 not the actual fight, which is fine and was basically exactly what we you would expect to happen. But the fact that we didn't know 
for sure what was going to happen. It was yeah. so cute. And it, just the idea of him, like the way he talked to him, like, well, you're going to have to work. <laughs> you know, just make yeah, it in there. Very kid. much like that, that softball or softball dad or little league mm-hmm. dad. Yeah. Look, kid, get out it's, there, rub some dirt on it. You got to, you got to get in there. And he's this anything. little nothing. <laughs> it's so freaking cute. Like I was just bursting. Like my smile was so big watching this. I was like everything, everything that the, the, uh, Den was saying to him and the way he looked at him, oh, just freaking loved it. And loved everyone it. else is like, are you sure this is a good idea? Yeah. But he's 100% committed and says, next challenger. So he has to step up to fight. <laughs> yeah, just like, real, like, I got a guy, right? <laughs> It's like what? <laughs> and the kid, even the kid's like, I don't think I want to beat up this baby. He's like, why doesn't he have a helmet? It's like he can't speak yet. He can't speak the creed, and that's when we right. And it. all I immediately was like, pause. What does baby Yoda? What what is he, what is he going to talk like when he freaking talks? It has to. Are we ever going to get to the point where he's saying the oath for a Mandalorian? Like that would blow my mind. Yeah, he has to like, say it backwards, uh, like Yoda. Yeah, does, does Frank Oz have some nephew yeah. kid we can get to do the voice? <laughs> oh, I was just like, what? He has to say something? He's going to speak someday. So that's when we get Ugh. the some other piece of Mando wisdom. One doesn't speak unless one knows. And they all kind of nod their heads like, yeah, that's an accepted thing. So, yeah, if he can't say the words, he's not expected to have a helmet yet. But he is expected to know how to fight. So they get the training dart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not you better be able to fight on this beach. So Against Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Now is Nepo baby. If you were mad about Jimmy Kimmel doing the Oscars, what do you think about his <laughs> Nepo nephew out here After fighting baby Yoda? Yoda with two darts. I don't like him at all. So yeah, Grogu does nothing to stop the first two darts. It's little Mr. Looks Yoni up at dad. Time. Yeah. Oh, like, look, looks up at dad, it. just sad. Do the crane oh. technique, baby. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so he flips around, pegs him with three darts. Winner, Larusa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Put <laughs> 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 <in> a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's a short-lived victory because. They, uh, yeah, they apparently live on Monster Beach because now they're the pterodactyl swoops down and yeah. we're just out here. We Lance. just got attacked the other day <laughs> and now we're, we're just gonna hang out here. And we find out that not only does this thing attack and take the kid, but it's been happening for a while. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost other kids it, this it's, way, it's, kids. it's land of the lost, yeah. <laughs> that's where they live, <laughs> which was that's the show that I knew. That Saturday mornings were over. When Lane of the Lost started, I went outside. I'm done. I did not like Lane of the Lost. I saw a comment somebody said, I don't know if this was just them trying to make an excuse or if this is actual lore, that Mandalorians want to live in a dangerous place because they always want to have to test their metal and yeah, they always want to be ready too. to fight. So no. I don't know if that makes oh, any more that sense. That sounds like what, a bunch of whatever. You know, why they live on on mole man's monster island but yeah what a... so they they don't even have like 
I think they live there because they can't go anywhere. Do they have a ship? I don't think yeah, they have they a ship. On the planet? I don't even know how they got there. Takes a lot of Beskar to make a ship. Yeah. They all try to follow with their jetpacks and don't get very far. But okay, which is a plot than point. All that's of a, them. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a she has a ship. <laughs> she jumped in her ship and followed. Found its nest. So she's got a plan. All right, so I'm glad somebody does. The guy's just going to go. Oh, my kid's going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, the third kid this week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many nephews Jimmy Kimmel has. <laughs> that was Ragnar yeah. number three. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's where it gets interesting. The armorer is going to forge Grogu a new piece of armor from Scrap Beskar, which is like, I guess, a foundling tradition. Mm, Right. You help, you you know, deck him out in armor as young as you can. And she's giving him a speech and banging on the metal. And the sparks (laughs) are flying. And it sparks a flashback that Grogu has. Back to Coruscant oh, this was again. amazing. Yeah, that is where the Jedi Temple is, right on Coruscant. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get the moment Order sixty six has been invoked, and we've got evil stormtroopers taking out Jedi, and we get a new Jedi Master shows up, Kelleran Beck. Mm. Kelleran Beck. Recognize him? I'll admit I didn't recognize. Absolutely. Him. Oh yeah. Oh I knew, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was Ahmed Best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. This Ahmed is the Bank. Jar Jar. Yeah. Former Jar Jar Banks is now a Jedi Master. Well, I did not realize though that Keller that he had played Kelleron Beck before on Jedi Temple Challenge, which yeah, was I, a kid's I, YouTube yeah. <laughs> thing. Yes. That happened that apparently was terrible. And it's now. Well, canon, he was also so a, He was also another. He was another Beck. Uh, character, it was like uh, it was a very George Lucas name. They like took his name and made it. It was like Ahmad Beck or whatever. Mm. Uh, and so now he's playing an, a, someone related to him to that character. I guess it was animated. Okay. Um, that it were before because I remember him playing another a character and it was in Clone Wars or something. And now there's this. Yeah, the, it was from that YouTube show, but um. I yeah. loved seeing him. He was great. He was really he was good. Great. Yeah. Well, I was just like, I was so happy for that guy. Me too. I would watch. I would watch more of them together. Uh, it, it, and if, so was everybody online. Uh, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at bat. Like the same fandom that drove <laughs> That's him out right. and sent death. That's right. And made his life terrible. Are now all so those people. Back. All those people grew way, up and feel terrible. They all yeah. feel terrible. Right. Same way with Hayden Christensen when he came back yeah, as Lloyd, Vader. He got some ha- of it. They hated that guy. They drove him from acting because yeah. they hated him. So now, oh, it's so good to have him back I, and I, give him I, another I, shot and let's not destroy <laughs> his life this time. I, yeah. As much as that is frustrating, I totally agree with that idea. But then I think this is the only good way i'm glad that yeah i'm glad it's that, like it's better this. yeah it's, it's better to to do it now than never i guess but yeah maybe yeah. not be awful at the beginning yeah, right yeah, i well, agree with that yeah, yeah. Let Every- kelly marie tran get to have her moment as a, as come back 30 years well, from now yeah hang out <laughs> yeah do some 30 jedi, years from now jedi temple challenges 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the you know, I I do think everybody felt really bad. Of course, you know, all of those years ago, from all those years ago, but he was pretty public in 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 letting it know how it affected him later on, and you know, he he had suicidal tendencies that he admitted to and and that made it kind of you know i hate to say it made it special but but yeah i mean it it it, it you felt good for the guy so to be able yeah. to and hopefully that, that led to make hopefully that led to maybe some people rethinking it of like oh i was just making comments on the internet i didn't realize it would affect an actual person so yeah maybe maybe right. he did make a difference in some way hopefully. yeah we hope so yeah, I I didn't recognize him. I'm like, that's probably somebody. But it wasn't until the credits I saw him. Like, oh, that guy. So okay, <laughs> that guy. So yeah, great scene, uh, chase scene, whipping out the lightsabers, taking out clones. Yeah. I, now he I had him. a uh, in the that's that character. I want to say he had a purple lightsaber before in the was mm. it in the show or am i thinking of the animated thing i can't remember I but they purposefully do not give him one in this because they're trying to stick to the yeah. only samuel L. jackson but uh i like i love the just picking up random lightsabers there and fighting that was great yeah, yeah was his, great. his his that character apparently is uh he kind of had like some gold little detail on his robes if you notice and the speculation is like te jedi teachers kind of had that you know oh yeah adornment on their on their robes and stuff so so kids would know um young jedi kids would know like who the teachers were so i i like to uh imagine that um representative banks sent him on this mission I saw that with like the ship that yeah. used was a Naboo ship. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that could have been. Yeah, so yeah, yep, yep. make up your own headcanon if we never get to it. But yeah, and and the guards were Senate. Were they were Senate guards? So yeah, uh, Senator Banks is out there saving yeah. the day. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nicer ending than the sad juggling clown thing we did. We read a few years ago <laughs> <laughs> on Naboo. So. Uh. All right, so the flashback ends. Uh, we come back to Grogu. And, like, his little face, there was so much emotion on that little puppet, like, him yeah. coming out of that mm. flashback. Like, he was having a moment. There. Yes, was, I agree. Was, I was. It was a moving performance. Yeah. That's some advanced I'm, 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 uh, AI right there. Yeah. <laughs> now All right, get so him. the plan, we got we to gotta save this kid eventually. So we go, we camp out for the night. Like we're in no hurry. We'll go, we'll do it in the morning. I'm sure he's fine. Uh, and so I was, I, this, I get, I was like, this is so effing stupid. They're like, okay, we're going to eat. Well, how do we eat without taking our friggin' masks off? Uh, well, everybody goes and hides somewhere and eats and you get to stay here. Cause this is your posse. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, since we all go hide to eat our gruel, you can take your helmet off. And I'm like, guys, how do you bang it out? That's all I want to know. Mm -hmm. What? How? What? Because you guys are wait. 
making too many, making us think too much about this whole process and how well, stupid it is. Maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe that's why they have all those foundlings. They just steal kids from, you know, like the Jedi. They just no, steal you kids know how foundlings get how, come around. Foundlings don't. You don't steal them. You, I, I mean, you can't do that with a helmet on. I just hate the whole premise, <laughs> the whole, the whole leaving the helmet on thing all the time is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I hate, i just hate it. I think it was a stupid idea that they've started with it. I like, but oh, I will say this. I like, I, I'm not, I'm one of the pr- people that prefers them keeping it on for all these scenes because somebody's like, Oh, you pay for Pedro Pascal, you know, or any of these people and you never see their faces or emotion. I think, they have done an amazing job of just having the helmets on and getting the their emotions across. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I love it. I, I, I do not have a bit of problem with that. I hate that it is a thing. It's, it's more just to me. It's more like the absence of watching these superhero movies where oh, Spider Man has to take his mask off, Captain America has to take his mask off, so we see what get what we're paying for. To it's more just like the more reality of it. You wouldn't take your helmet off all the time, you know, throughout the day if you were doing, you know, a soldier. But I don't like that they have to keep it on. Yeah. It's stupid. I like Whatever. Boba Fett way better when he before we knew what he looked like. That's oh. that's how I feel. It is such a Star Wars yeah. thing. I totally agree. I was I love Boba Fett my whole life. Years ago, <laughs> some production designer fifty years ago created a costume out of scrap fabrics and yeah. thought it looked cool. Yeah, and we've spent decades since explaining everything. Oh, yeah. well, that's that's a Wookie. That's mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's a piece of Wookie hair. And yeah, we got that's a Wookie pelt. Beskar <laughs> armor and that's this logo <laughs> means this. And like, yeah, it's everything in Star Wars was thrown together as cheaply as possible with you know scrap costume you know design. Yeah, and it's like nope. It all has to be dissected and explained. That many, many. Years anyway, <laughs> hopefully, Bo-Katan changes these rules, and she comes to power. Well, they actually use their grappling hook lines again for for. for good <laughs> it was reason. so funny <laughs> too. I was like, they probably only go so far too. You can only use your jetpack so far. Well. And you use your grappling hooks only so far. They're like pulling themselves up. It was but, so Batman and Robin. It like, was. I wanted them to go sideways yeah. and have them just walking up there <laughs> and somebody like pop out of a rock and look at them and ask and like say something stupid to them. And that, yeah, that surprised so... me a little bit because like I almost expected something to like jump out at them or whatever, but it was just them climbing a rock. Like, oh, that's not very Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they get up to the nest and it looks empty, but oh, there's babies in the nest. And they're yeah, loud yeah. and they call for mama. And then mama pterodactyl shows up and regurgitates the kid. No he slime. It's been in there for two days. He's perfectly <laughs> dry. <laughs> uh, totally fine. Thank Doesn't God he know. had his helmet on. <laughs> that's kids. That's why you don't take your helmet off. That's right. <laughs> you, you never, never know, know when it's you're going to be ingested by a bird. Uh, so we get a fight. They use ropes some more. These ropes, man. These ropes. They get, they get the job done. So they tangle up the bird in the ropes. And like the ending of every Jurassic Park movie, they feed it to a bigger animal. And the alligator from before jumps up and eats the bird. Oh, that was exactly out of Jurassic 
uh, world or whatever the first one was. It was so uh, Deuce Ex Crocina. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> what Qui Gon? Yeah, true. <laughs> so we saved the day, saved the foundling, brought three new bird baby foundlings back. Oh, what are they going to do? Because no, because our dang freaking jetpacks only go so far. We need to ride these suckers. They go. They'll go Next all challenger. They're going to fight these birds. <laughs> that would be they're awesome. To- they're totally. They're going to be riding those freaking birds yep. by the end of the season for sure. And they're gonna be like, we don't have to worry about these jetpacks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we can ride so a we mythosaur. Learned- we can ride a raptor dragon baby. We learn that saving a foundling is the highest honor of the creed. Oh, well. Bo-Katan's armor was damaged during the fight, so the armor is going to hook her up. And she says, hey, can I get the mythosaur on that? So it sounds well, like hell she's yeah. becoming a believer. So it's we got... We got... Mythosaur so, drip on my armor. Yeah, well, Baby Yoda got the... The horn, what's that thing called? The, mu- the mud horn. Mud horn, because they're like clan mud horn or whatever, yeah. him and Den. And so he got that, and then she got the mythosaur. Is that logo got, belongs she to got? any Mandalorian? Yes. Yeah. Which I thought so, that was a nice little ending. Like I like that scene where, you know, the armor oh, asked, like her, asked her, stuff you know, like that, yeah. should should I do you wanna, you know, even though I think the, the armor and, is just like the armor is a problem. Like the armor is the, yeah. the problem with this whole, cl- this whole group. Like she's just makes up all these rules. It seems like I just feel like she's full of it. Yeah. I, I kind of feel that way too. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how long she's going to last. Like, yeah, they're going to have to find a new armor at some point here. She can't. She keeps running in after turtle gators with a hammer and a. She needs. She needs a boss. She needs somebody. She's got too much authority. Yeah. Like I. I think uh, once somebody like actually takes charge of this group, maybe she'll just stick to armoring. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm we're so all, worried about we're it. We're all caught up as far as we have seen. Four episodes yes. into this new season. Uh, yeah. It ended though. She what? What didn't she at the end set? You know, was basically told the armor. You know, I really saw a mythosaur. Yeah, oh, and right, she's right. like, and she's like, uh, yeah, 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 visions and stuff. Yeah, we've and all. She's like, no, no. <laughs> she's like, no, I really saw a mythosaur. Like for reals though. And she's like, uh, this is the way. Of course, she says this is the way. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what you mean by that. You just said it to be cool. It's cool in the episode, but I assume she believes her then. And like this happens sometimes. And I don't maybe think she does. Boss. No, I don't think she believes her at all. Oh, I don't know. But I don't uh, think she did, but who, who I don't, but I think, she, I think she made it pretty clear. She really saw one. Who at this point do you think is going to ride the mythosaur now? Is it going to be, Bo? I think it's Bo-Katan. Yeah. I do too. Like now I yeah. feel like now I feel like it's, it's her and she's going to have the dark saber and ride. Yes. The mythosaur is going to be badass. It's, I'm going to be like, yeah, <laughs> watch it. Watch it. It'll be freaking Boba Fett or some stupid. I, no, he's, he's already got his ride. He's riding that rancor all over Tatooine. I, I, I think it's, I think there. it's Bo or I think it's, uh, 
I think it's Bubba Gro- Fett. Grogu. Bubba Fett you know? could stay in there. Yeah. Yeah, get Grogu on there he's, on the didn't, Yeah, didn't Grogu baby like seat. He's got some yeah, he can He's got animals. But, Gro- Grogu Grogu's the one that took out the Mudhorn, not made oh, right, 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 right. He he so. brought down and the, the Rancor, Rancor too, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. he's the man. That's so why you stuff him in there. We I gotta... got a charger for you. <laughs> <laughs> this this little sucker took out a lot more than some late night talk show host Nepo <laughs> nephew. <laughs> oh shoot! All right, we got to wrap it up. Yes. This is a long episode. That's it for us. We'll be back with more Mando and more TV and more everything soon. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Thanks for listening. Bye forever, though. (laughs) Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.